Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com where you will find all of the resources we have been generating for you since 2006. We have been dedicated to creating effective tools so you can experience more pleasure, more joy, and deeper connection in your own life. Check it all out at pleasuremechanics.com. You'll find our complete podcast archive as well as our online courses that are ready to guide you along your erotic path step by step. You'll find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. On today's episode, we are going to be rounding out our Pride Month series by talking about pride. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about sexual freedom and coming out, We've talked about how vast the spectrums of erotic identity and orientations are and how we can all find ourselves and be a little bit more honest about who we are as erotic creatures, who we want to belong with, and how we can all come out as a little bit more honest, more authentic, more real about who we are as erotic creatures. And to finish off this month of June as cities around the world are filling with rainbow flags and beautiful humans celebrating their erotic pride, we want to invite all of you into a sense of sexual pride. Mm -hmm. What does this word mean? Why does the queer community celebrate it every year with a month of celebrations? How has it been part of liberation for many groups that have been oppressed and denied their sense of dignity? And what does it mean for you? Because like all of our episodes, our main invitation here is for you to be able to reflect, to think, to put a new framework into action in your life, perhaps, and feel the pleasurable ripples of taking those steps, however small or big leaps they might be. We're in this together, and today we're talking about pride. Yes, pride is for all of us. We all deserve sexual dignity, whatever that looks like for you specifically. Dignity is about experiencing an internal sense of self-worth and respect around who you are. And so many of us don't experience that around our sexuality. We have shame about any aspect of our sexuality, whatever that is specifically for you. And pride is about restoring this sense of dignity for each of us. And it's so important that we do this collectively. We need each other to reveal ourselves to and to be seen by. And in that process, we begin to allow a little bit more space for this dignity and pride to emerge and exist. And it's an antidote for the shame that we often feel. Mm. We want to remember that pride began as a protest during a time where the expression of people's sexuality was illegal. And it was at a time when there was not dignity. And we're still at this time in many places in this country and the world where the expression of our sexuality is not giving social, political and legal dignity. And 
it's not just a feeling state and a shame that we feel inside ourselves, but there is a cultural and political ramification of these identities and expressions not being valued and given worth. Right. It's dangerous for some of these things to have been expressed or to be expressed now. And right as we celebrate all of the sexual freedom we have earned in the past generation, we also need to really keep our eyes on the fact that many people, it's still dangerous or illegal for them to fully express themselves. And that's not just true globally, but right here in the United States. And, you know, I just got an email from the Woodhull Freedom Foundation. And, you know, the summit we're going to in August, and you'll find information in the show links, is going to be a big one this year because there are multiple conversations in many different states about laws that affect not just the expression of non-normative sexualities and gender difference, but also, you know, what books kids are reading in schools and what information is available to us and healthcare, And, you know, it keeps on going, right? All of these conversations have really big impacts in our daily lived lives, in how we walk in the world, in how we make love, in the pleasure and the connection we have access to. And we need to remember that, that, you know, the sexual freedom fighters that started pride parades 50 years ago as political protests, as these declarations, you know, they were first called liberation marches. We want to be free. We want to be free of these laws and these religious attitudes and these cultural uh, conditions that keep us dangerously isolated, that tell us that we have to keep parts of ourselves private and unseen and therefore unloved and uncherished. And through the leadership of trans women of color through the leadership of some of the people that have been most oppressed by these conditions. We have all gained freedom. And now it's time for us all to come out, for us all to emerge in a sense of pride and demand that liberation and freedom for us all. And that is why we are insisting in these pride episodes that this is a cultural project. It's something we do together. And in that togetherness, we find a sense of connection and belonging that is an antidote for so many of us. It's an antidote to the shame, the isolation, the sense of aloneness, the question of, am I normal? Do I belong? Will I fit in? Because at Pride, the answer is yes, honey, you belong, you are normal, you fit in. And not only that, you're going to be celebrated and cherished and loved, right? That's the invitation of Pride. And yet this word for so many of us is a little bit burdensome because it's like, who am I to be prideful? You know, do I deserve Pride? And our answer is yes, the true meaning of the word pride is for all of us. And the way pride has been weaponized and we've been told that like, no, you'll never be good enough to be proud of who you are. That is an attitude we get to release and we get to address spot on. Like who told us this? And how do we stand up for our own sense of erotic worth our value as human beings, and our sexual freedom and dignity. I love that part of the definition of pride is around a consciousness of one's own dignity. 
Dignity. And this word dignity is really landing for me. And there's like an internal sense that you matter, you're important, and it feels very calming mm -hmm. and like reestablishes something. Mm -hmm. And I'm noticing even as you say it, like your chest is opening, your spine is lengthening, you're like standing up straight as you say the word. Yeah. And so maybe that's a question like for you, a little somatic exploration is like if you had to give a physical posture to your sexual expression, how out of the closet you are, how you walk as an erotic creature in this culture, what would that look like as like a physical posture? A lot of us would be like curled fetal, aching to be held, right? How and that do... feels like a physical expression more of shame yeah. to me, right? Where it's like, I'm hiding. I don't want to be seen. Or of isolation. Yeah. For some of us, it might be a sense of like, just kind of plodding along, you know? I'm hearing all of the stories you all share with us and the language that comes through these stories. And it's a real physical thing when we start owning our erotic worth, our sense of sexual self our ability to say out loud who we are, what we want, who we want to share that with, and have pride around it, as you said, have dignity. Right, that you're allowed to want what you want. You can sit up straight and say it into the universe. I am a proud, queer, trans, non-binary human who is kinky, who loves being fucked. <laughs> Did I just yes, come out a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> well, I give a lot of examples in other people's mm. words, but it's important that Charlotte and I, you know, we've been talking as we lead into these conversations of how can we embody this further? How can we continue to grow in our own sense of dignity and pride um, about who we are? And right. So pride has been applied to, you know, your sexuality your orientation, but it's really a complete sense of self that we bring to these events that we bring to our communities. You know, queer communities have had to self-organize, self-fundraise, change healthcare laws, uh, get, you know, government response during our community crisis of AIDS. There was a lot of political mobilization over the past 50 years within the queer community. And that required all of us. It wasn't just the sexuality on display at the, you know, rainbow parade, as my daughter calls it. You know, we had to show up as our as accountants, as lawyers, as pastors, as friends, as lovers. All of us is part of who we are. And all of you gets to be celebrated. You know, like one of my new friends from this past year is a kinky accountant. And he leverages his accountant skills and the fact that he can geek out on numbers to serve his erotic community as a big service bottom. So he's the one counting all the cash after the festivals and making sure it goes to the right place. And that's how he serves his beloved community. Mm -hmm. And this sense of having a beloved community, right? And so after the break, we want to talk about how pride brings us together because the weaponization of pride has told us it's very individualistic. It's boastful. You know, it's like you with your chest puffed out thinking you're better than other people. And that's not the lived embodied values of pride at all. Pride is about a we and it's about a beloved community that extends far before you and will go on far after you. And in that coming home to community, that sense of belonging is another antidote.
So we're going to take a quick break and thank our sponsors for this episode and then come back to talk about the dual antidotes of pride and belonging. Mm -hmm. Yes? Mm -hmm. All right. One of the things we are so proud about is how much we love touching other people and being touched and experiencing the pleasure and the joy and the connection that happens when hands and bodies slip, slide, and glide all over one another. One of the tools for beautiful touch is lube, and we love the silicone lube from uberlube.com. UberLube is high-quality, premium-grade silicone with a touch of vitamin E, so it's safe to use on all parts of your body. It is condom-compatible and will help you achieve a more pleasurable glide with every touch. Go to uberlube.com, U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E, uberlube.com. Use the code PLEASURE for 10% off and free shipping and gift yourself a fresh bottle of lube this pride season. That's uberlube.com. Use the code PLEASURE for 10% off and free shipping. Big thanks to our podcast sponsors, and as always, you will find links to all of our sponsors and their generous discounts at pleasuremechanics.com toolbox. So as we round out Pride Month, I really want to invite us all to the party. Pride is for all of us, not just us queer people, not just us gender non-normative people, not just us poly kinky people, right? Whoever you are, you deserve erotic dignity. You are worthy of pleasure and joy, and you deserve connection and belonging. Even if that connection is found, you know, in deep isolation as a hermit, right? Hermits are connected to a broader sense of community through their studies. Like, you don't have to be a party person to feel a sense of belonging. And there's so much online. Like, you can find very specific communities that are tailored to your specific sexuality. And when you say sexuality, that doesn't have to be like the sex acts you like. It can be anything in your eroticism. And we're going to Audre Lorde's definition of the erotic, feelings deeply felt and shared. And shared, that last piece is so important. Pride was not just about working to get individual rights. It was about building community, building kinship and belonging. And this then spans identity politics and builds coalitions, groups of people that can work across difference towards common goals. And to have coalitions, we first need sense of belonging and like, where do we fit in? What do we stand for? What do we believe in? As we reflect on pride, we realize that the way this word pride has been weaponized, right? Where pride is one of the seven deadly sins. We're told not to be prideful, not to be boastful, not to be arrogant. And then far too many of us overcorrect by being way too not full of ourselves. Shameful shameful but also like not standing in our gifts our talents our who we are our wants our how desires. beautiful we are like how powerful we are you know like just in who we are period um we are either made to be felt like we have to act in a certain script and be like normal enough to fit in 
we're told that we're never going to be good enough because it's that status ladder we've talked about on other episodes. Like if we're all competing on a body status ladder, then no one wins and you're never good enough. And we're told that sexuality is really private and you don't need to talk about it. And that it's like this private hidden thing that should just work. And meanwhile, in those private closets, we're all suffering, we're all feeling alone, we're all feeling isolated, a sense of question of like, is who I am okay? Is what I want normal? Do I belong anywhere? These are some of the core questions we get over and over again in the 15 plus years we've been doing this work. And pride's answer to that is yes, you are normal, you belong. And not only that, there's this whole expansive community of beautiful humans just like you, no matter how specific you get, right? And that's the beauty of the internet is we see that like people that are into this really specific thing, whether that's a sex act, right? You can organize community around a specific fetish, a specific sex act, and that is valid because you find the people you want to go party with, right? You find the people you want to connect with erotically. You find the people that will be your lovers, but it can or just people be... that can share your interests, you yes, know, whether that's enthusiastically... like size of nipple, you know, yes. like there are people who are really folk have online communities that like talk about how they love the size of the certain nipples. Like that is really specific, but you can imagine how someone might feel, have all sorts of feelings about themselves and then how healing and how empowering that is to find a whole group of people who share that interest. Yeah. And there's real value in that because you feel less alone and then you feel like, oh, okay, this is an okay thing. Great. Let me just get into my desire because this really turns me on. Mm -hmm. And then there's all this energy, the shame that is like released and then you can get on with just enjoying life and your desires and that is a beautiful thing and we want to invite all of us to do that as you said whether or not you are queer wherever you feel shame can be a portal into finding more connection with other people more kinship and thus more belonging we'll use the shame as a portal i think it is i think we uh -huh. need to start honoring where we feel shame and then go into it and find our own antidotes because we all need specific community and that looks different honestly for all of of us and yeah. so there is an exploration there'll be some fails there'll be some wins but if we know that we can go on that journey we can have an exploration of finding our people there is so much healing and joy and sense of dignity restored to ourselves finding our people and being seen yeah being huge. seen and then being cherished mm -hmm. just as who we are being celebrated, that sense of celebration around what was once deemed shameful, sinful, something that was wrong about you, to bring that into the light and have it seen, valued, cherished, to see other people in their glory. So much of this is the witnessing, the taking others in. The permission giving, seeing somebody who has accepted and then felt dignity and pride around whatever your specific thing is for longer in a more public way. Like that is so healing. Yeah. And if you're not ready to hit the streets and go to a pride celebration, if you're listening to this episode and you're already planning for next year, there are ways of accessing pride from wherever you are. There's so much good media now, like whole pride documentary series that teach us the history of pride. And in that, you'll see your ancestors, the people who have fought for you. 
And you'll also see faces of youth and the coming generations and what is at stake for us all to step out and step into our power a little bit more. Step into our power, but also step into our place in history and as future ancestors for other people. Like we are individuals within an enormous history and culture whatever your thing is. And that is so powerful to remember because it reminds us that we're not alone and there is community and we deserve to have kinship and belonging. Mm -hmm. And we can go create that and find that, as you said, in so many different ways, in ways that suit your personality, your geographical location. This is something to be crafted and created in a way that feels enlivening for you. Mm -hmm. And we said pride is the antidote for shame and this belonging is the antidote for the isolation. And it's not a one-shot antidote, either of these things. Mm -hmm. It's more of like a bringing something back out into the light and letting the sun shine on it for the first time. And it's like a slow process. It's a restoration. And it can also allow for just absolute breakthrough moments. Mm -hmm. I have heard stories of couples having that conversation that they haven't had for decades and they put something out in the light, they put it on the table, it is seen, and it's a pivot moment. It's a game changer. Something is accepted that has been hidden for far too long. And then you're in a new season together. And as we said in the coming out episode, there's risk to this, Mm -hmm. right? And especially in a world that is more and more threatening towards difference, that is reacting to the gained freedoms. um, You know, we're in a bit of a cultural crisis point where we all need more belonging but there's also more and more people feeling isolated and desperate in that isolation um so go easy with it trust your sense of safety you know we talk about before pleasure comes safety and before pride we also have to titrate into a sense of safety and then make a leap you know And with huge love to all of the queers who have come before, who didn't have the ability to hide, who couldn't escape their conditions of oppression by being closeted, and so who fought like hell for us all, who rallied communities together under these banners of liberation, of pride, of freedom, of inclusion. That's what pride stands for, and it's for us all, including you. We love you. We're here for you. You are worth loving and being loved. You are worth cherishing. You are worth being seen in all of your glory. Who are you? What does your erotic being want to express in this world? How do you want to feel? How do you want to make love with others or not? What do you want to create and generate? Let's remember that that erotic fuel is like a force of creation and generation. And we need all of our creativity and our power right now in this world. Mm -hmm. We need you. You are wanted. You are needed. You belong. Come home to us. Happy Pride. We will be back with you next week with another episode of Speaking of Sex. And we'll go into the sex part of our... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening, for being with us. You will find all of the resources we have to offer you at pleasuremechanics.com, which includes all of our online courses about full body massage, erotic touch, prostate massage, butt massage, spanking, kinky sex, mindful sex, 
what do you want to experience and how can we guide you step by step? You will find it all at pleasuremechanics.com. We will be back with you next week. Please rate and review the show wherever you listen. As an act of pride for being a Pleasure Mechanics community member. Mm -hmm. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you next week. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. <laughs>